Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Boozer. And I'm Batman. <clears throat> Sorry, I've got a bit of a frog in my throat. Let me make my voice sound a weird. Let me try that again. And I'm the brain. Let's face it, mate. We all know, even in your own fantasies, you'd only get as far as Alfred the Butler. <laughs> and anyway... I think he's um, very sophisticated. Sure. Welcome to another episode of Booze and the Brain. And that might have been a little bit cruel on uh, on Matthew today, because actually, it's his birthday. Well, it's not right now, this moment, while we're recording this. But yes, um, while you're hearing this, it is. You didn't have to be so pedantic. It's coming out on your birthday. Just take it, it's, will you? It's me. Of course I had to. <laughs> well, I was going to say I'll try and be a little bit nicer to him on his birthday. But after no, that, I'm not window. entirely sure. We'll see what happens. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> um, anyway, back to why we're here with this session. We've got oh, a yes, couple of rather interesting looking ones from... The Neon Raptor Brewing Co. Neon Raptor, yes, indeed. They do look very exciting. A couple of IPAs here. Um, so Neon Raptor uh, started, um, and I always love this, started out as a kitchen home brewer, entered the Brewdog Nottingham uh, homebrew contest in 2015 and, and won it, and then started Cuckoo and Gypsy Brewing uh, around, I think it was April 2016, and sort of grew from there really um so you know they're they're a relatively new independent brewer and i think they do some some quite cool and exciting stuff and today we've got a sort of new zealand nipa i think is is the best way to describe it new england ipa style but um brewed with some uh, lovely new zealand hops and that's in collaboration with hop revolution which is a, a new zealand based hop breeding company and then to follow that, we've got the rather exciting looking Suburban Hercules, which is a triple IPA, a TIPA. So that's going to be fairly exciting. And the pedant is going to come out again. I'm going to start calling that Suburban Heracles because I just refuse. <laughs> Before we get on to our beers, our usual shout outs. Um, these are another two beers that we got very happily from our friend Cam at KG's in KG's. Hooray. Um, and of course, as usual, uh, both uh, the pictures of both of these beers will be available on our Instagram account. So please do remember to check that out. Uh, Boozer in the brain, all one word on Instagram. And of course, we're going to do our usual shout outs to um, to the brewery Neon Raptor. You know, thank you for these beers. Um, we're very excited to try them. And uh, of course, we're always going to remind everyone to make sure you um, support your local breweries, uh, shop at your local independent bottle shops. And I'm going to do my usual shout out to Cambridge Wine Royston. Cambridge Wine Royston. Cambridge Wine Royston. And with shout outs like that, they still employ him. Amazingly, yes. So shall we crack on? Let's do it. On to our, uh, on to our first one. Nothing but tents. A New Zealand IPA, according to the label. Yes, we've got some lovely... Uh, as one would expect, New Zealand hops here. We've got Nelson Sovan and Motuika, uh, two of my favourite hops. I, I really get excited by uh, New Zealand hops beers just because you get such interesting and often unusual flavours, flavour profiles coming through. So uh, I'm looking forward to trying this. Absolutely. I don't think there's much more to say apart from shall we uh, get on it? Let's do it. 
Wow, the aroma of that just leaps out. Uh, yeah. Even just from that small opening of the can, you can smell a hell of a lot of what's going on there. There is some fruit packed into that. Oof. Certainly is. Let's uh, let's get it poured and have a proper nose and see what it looks like. Mm. It looks good. It really does. Lovely sort yeah. of straw yellow colour, would you describe that as? Yeah, yeah. Really sort of bright gold. Um, lovely haze to it, as one would expect from what's essentially a Nipa. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Mm. Is, it, is this the sort it's, of one uh, that someone might describe as dank? I would say that's that's fairly dank. It's um, it's not super dank, but it's reasonably dank. I mean, I mean that's basically just nonsense, isn't it? But you know, there there is an element of dankness. Let's put it that way. I'm just checking. I've actually started to learn something from you. That's all, but clearly not quite yet. Um, oh, it's a worrying thought. Probably also worth noting and uh, commenting on the fact that this is punching at seven point two percent. So um, decent strength. What uh, more or less double IPA strength? I'd say. Yeah. It's a bit confusing because there's so many different styles of IPA these days, and to be honest. The, the differences between them and, and how one would would kind of describe them sort of comes down to brewer discretion these days, really. Yeah, the, the lines are blurred, let's just say. The, the lines are blurred. Fair enough. I mean, I suppose it's it's maybe a little bit clearer and more obvious with uh, with your dark beers and your imperial stouts and things, because people label it as such. But with, with IPAs, yeah. it's such a such a spectrum and range that oh yeah on, yeah and, and i'll go into this in a, in a bit more detail when we get on to to the triple but i mean you know in in terms of us ipas particularly you've got such a, a broad range of things like uh black ipas brute double new england triple west coast mountain you know it it, it it's bewildering in many ways a pale ale that's highly hopped broadly speaking Indeed. And on that, we haven't even tried it yet. So I think let's try this should. one. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, good swig. Mm. Good beer. Oh, oh, yeah. I can get on board with that. That's um great beer. I mean, you've got so many uh, big fruity flavors leaping out of the glass into your nose to start with. There's really there's there's a lot going on. Um, lots and lots of, of uh, tropical fruit. It's quite sort of um, sweet and sharp. And then mm. on the palate, very much similar. You're getting, there's a little bit of kind of tangy gooseberry from the uh, from the Nelson Sovan, maybe a hint of white grape even. Um, and then it's just bundles and bundles of tropical fruit from uh, rich tropical fruit from the Motuika. Um which is oh, it's, it's so satisfying and it's got that nice thick uh creamy sort of mouthfeel that um that you want it, it's a it, it's a chewable mouthful i couldn't have put it better myself mm. um i mean you know wonderfully put on the can as well taste with a mouthfeel of long white clouds which yes you know, i like as, that description as the maori name for new zealand does translate to the land of the long white cloud that's just such Perfect. a beautiful description isn't it just isn't it just 
yeah that's um that's lovely they've got some oats and, and wheat in here which in in the malt bill which i assume is um adding to that that's that's really what you want with this that's that's what you need with this style of beer to give it that that thickness and that haze definitely um and that uh and and you know i'm not the biggest fan of this word but um that sort of smoothness i did wonder at which episode you'd finally break and say that about a beer well finally found it it's it can be a good descriptor i'm not against it um I, i just think it's it can be overused. It can be overused. And uh, my, my feelings towards this word when describing beer are kind of complicated because sometimes it can be quite a useful descriptor. But I, I think it should be one of the last ones used, I, you know, because there are better words. <laughs> I don't think it should be the only descriptor. That's that's fair enough. I, I am Because it can course... be just a bit vague, you know, because almost any beer can be described as smooth. It depends how you define it. I suppose so, but this this certainly does have that creamy mouthfeel, as you've uh, yeah, it does. rightly it's, said. It's quite silky in some ways. Yeah, as well. it's sort of a like a um, I would say a pillowiness. Or to follow the brewery's description, a cloudiness. Or indeed, cloudiness in yeah. mouthfeel and indeed appearance. Mm. Yeah, I think that works. Um, uh, this is slipping down very nicely. Um, you know, seven point two. It, it's not crazy strong, but it, it's kind of a. a at the higher end for a, a, a non-imperial or double or triple IPA. I would also say it dangerously doesn't taste as strong as it is. No, no, it doesn't. It's... Which I I always think is the sign of a well-made beer. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's really well balanced. It's really well put together. Mm. You could easily slip quite a few down them and fall off your stool without realising. Oh, very happily. Yeah, uh, dangerously easily. <laughs> it's um, It's great. And I think... The balance of uh, of the um, the flavors from from that hot profile is is really lovely because the Nelson Sauvignon and Montevica complement each other actually really quite well. You know, with sort of a, a hint of bitterness, but mostly a, a lovely kind of spectrum of of sharpness and sweetness, kind of constantly dancing around each other in in a really pleasant way, which, which I think is just what a Nipa should be. Which I think is a very flowery enough point to then turn around and say, what are we going to rate this on untapped? Ah, um, it, it's going to get a good rating. I like this. And it deserves a high rating. I'm, I'm not someone that is a, a huge fan of, you know, Nipah's IPAs. There sure. are some that absolutely, you know, rock my world, but it's yeah. not a style of beer that I necessarily rush to. But this, right. this is one that I could happily drink over of. and over again. Yeah, I'd, I'd happily come back to this. I, it, it's weird. I go through phases, I think, because right now I'm really into this sort of thing. It's exactly the kind of um, the kind of beer that I'm I'm really craving right now. Um, I, I'm in a moment where I love a Nipa. You know, this this is ticking all the right boxes for me right now. Um, I, I think it's going to get a, a solid three point seven five, possibly. I was thinking along the same lines. Again, yeah. it's one of those things. I don't think it's quite worth a four. It might be worth a 3.9, perhaps, were we able to. Right, exactly. 3.8, 3.9. 3.75, yeah. I think, is, is where I I'm think that's fair. as well. I think that's fair. It's damn good. If you have the opportunity, buy it and try it, everyone. It, it's good. It's a good beer. It, well it, done, Neon Raptor. It is a very good beer. It's a darn good. 
And before we move on to the next one, I, I, I just feel I need to say one of the things I was most intrigued about with this beer was the um, the use of the New Zealand hops for reasons that we've already mentioned. Also in the drinking of this, it's just reminded me of the sheer wonderful quality of brew that, that this brewery actually do. So thank you, Neon Raptor. That has been thank you very much. Yeah. an absolute treat. It really was. You do some good stuff, guys. They really do. With all of that said, I think it's time we move on to the next one. Um, Suburban Hercules, which is a... Suburban Hercules. On the label, it's Hercules, and I don't wish to confuse our listeners too much, but I know what you mean. I'm a classics graduate, okay? It hurts me. (laughs) And that's all the more reason for me to call it Suburban Hercules. I hate you. I love the Disney movie, but I struggle to watch it sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Blame the Romans. What have they ever done for us? Bastards. <laughs> this is a triple India Pale Ale, which is a type it of beer I, I don't know a great deal about, if I'm completely honest. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, so now I'm I'm going to confuse the crap out of you. Uh, I, that doesn't take much for me. Come on. <laughs> but the, the classification of IPAs these days is just magnificent. It's wonderfully vague. I love it. There's, there's a lot of um, styles of IPA that originated from uh, the States. So, uh, like I said, black IPAs that came to us from Vermont. Um, Brute IPA from San Francisco. Uh, New England IPA, that's fairly obvious. Um, double slash imperial IPAs and triple IPAs um, come to us, we think, from California. And this is where it starts to get really vague because um, it's it's relatively easy to define things like a black or a brute IPA, but double imperial and, and triple. Yeah, um, basically the term double or imperial is, is pretty much arbitrary. It, it just implies a stronger version of an IPA. That's basically it based generally based around an abv of somewhere between seven and a half to nine and a half percent broadly speaking um and then a triple will be nine to nine and a half percent plus in abv now the terms double and imperial deeper and i don't know what epa they're basically interchangeable they're the same thing but you'd expect imperial to be the highest yeah i was about to interject here because when you have dark beers like a stout you have a stout and then you have an imperial stout that means it's stronger so why Mm -hmm. what's going on yeah um (laughs) i think the term imperial that's interchangeable with double ipa is a hangover from imperial stout because it implies strength um an imperial stout goes back to um to when the the first imperial stout was brewed for export to the to the court of catherine ii of russia and it was given uh, a royal warrant to to use the name imperial Um, And that was uh, a really strong style when it comes to double IPA, because that implies a stronger style of IPA. That's where it became interchangeable with Imperial because that was a good name to imply strength. But then triple is actually even stronger still. So it's very confusing. But generally speaking, a triple IPA will be broadly similar to a a double in in hot character. And the differentiator is a slightly higher ABV and it'll have an even more sort of thick syrupy body. That, that tends to be accented by in, kind of intense, uh, maybe uh, in, intense hop resins that make it a, a heavy sipping beer. Um, so that's broadly speaking what the differentiator is. But I, yeah, I, I agree. It, it's it's pretty vague. And to be honest, these days, it really just, the classification really comes down to brewer discretion more often than not. So 
call it what they want. <laughs> so what you're saying is someone got to the stage of a double slash imperial IPA. Yeah. Had a few sips of it and turned to the to his mates and went, hold my beer and came up with the idea of a triple IPA. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. I want this, but I want it even thicker and heavier and stronger and bigger in every way basically um so high alcohol content tons and tons of hot flavors they're just absolutely loaded with the dry hops and all sorts of things and they they would they will tend to be kind of quite you know really thick syrupy and and characterized by that hop resiny almost almost an oiliness in a way okay um, because that's where the flavor from hops comes from I'm going to be honest, thinking about this is really starting to hurt my head, but I've got one in front of me and I've never tried one before, so I think maybe we Shall need we to open, open it, it and see what it's like. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think this is timely because triple IPAs are kind of almost the signature style of 2020, actually. They they kind of came in vogue in a really big way and, and they were popping up all over the place. Every, every craft brewer was making them in 2020. Um, so, you know, if you want to be part of the zeitgeist, this is the style to get, guys right now uh, and with that said let's open it and see what's inside let's do it yeah incidentally i love this beautiful just plain black can with um uh just a bust on the front of it, it looks cool it does look very looks... cool silver writing yeah looks like a serious proper grown-up beer <laughs> seems far too inappropriate for us then if it's grown up yeah what are we thinking um <laughs> uh malt bill again we got oats and, and wheat here uh, as as one would expect for this style um hot profile we're excited about this we've got mosaic citra chinook and sabro which is one of my favorite hops at the moment and and the other thing i'm just going to sort of comment on is i'm going to read the back of the can for once and the opening line on the back is to get what you want in life, you must sometimes undertake a number of arduous tasks. Very nice. Nice, subtle little reference there. I like it. Absolutely. How many do you think they did? <laughs> well, it's 9%, so... Well, that's no good. It should be 12% to rep represent the 12 labours. I, I, yes, I'm not, I'm <laughs> not quite I'm... that much of an imbecile to understand that he did 12 tasks. <laughs> Don't worry, Neil Raptor, I'm, I'm not giving you notes. <laughs> um, but also, actually, to lay comment to that, you've just talked about the, the sheer minefield that is the classification of an IPA. Yes. This is a triple, and, and from what you were saying, this seems, although it's potent at 9%, it seems to be at the mm -hmm. lower echelons of a triple. This is kind of at the lower end for a triple. Yeah, it's not uncommon to see most triples at 10% plus, even going up to 12 or higher. Which um, they're, they're, they can be monstrous. I was yeah. about to say they sound monstrous, but it also starts to sound like they're ones that you're not going to quaff with your mates. It's more like you pour it like a glass <laughs> of wine and sip and savor. And... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if if you're if you're downing this then i'm simultaneously impressed and a bit concerned and with that said let's pour it <laughs> let's oh, oh that that looks glorious and to be fair, automatically straight away, even from a 
from a someone that that knows very little about these as i say i've not had a, a triple before but comparing it color and form and mm -hmm. heads and and everything else to to the one that we've just had the the color is a lot deeper yeah deeper and darker deeper and darker and like a burnt um, orange and the head is just really just staying it's just lingering oh yeah it's you can i mean you can see just from looking at this that it's going to be thick you're going to have to chew your way through this beer um and it, it i mean this this is the personification of of dankness this is a dank beer yes having mentioned it with the first beer i'm now looking at this and i can start to understand what you're actually talking about when you use <laughs> oh, that yeah. term. i mean this is just this is a a, a lovely orangey color but it is utterly opaque it, it sure is yeah it's absolutely beautiful so well i think we should just get stuck in to be honest i think so and i, th I think just the one thing i'm noticing from the nose now it being poured is i'm, I'm just getting hop like hop 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 yeah 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 i'm i'm definitely um i'm getting that that lovely kind of bright how would i describe it sort of tropical beach notes that you expect of sabro you know all the um sort of the passion fruit and mango and coconut that you're going to get there um, i'm getting a little bit of that what, what i'm really getting is is um, again this sounds like a really vague thing but i'm getting freshness mm. like it tastes yeah. the taste i haven't even got that far yet but it <laughs> smells like it's going to taste really sort of fresh and yeah. and green and and really nice yeah exactly like you know like it's almost got fruit juice in it, it it's it almost it smells like overripe fruit tropical fruit yes and before i trip over my words anymore let's uh let's, <laughs> let's, let's get it. into it shall we let's sink our teeth into it cheers cheers wow oh, oh that's definitely a teeper Oh, mm. wow. that, is, that is actually clinging to the inside of my mouth. <laughs> That's it really is. I can feel it sticking to the throat yeah. as, it, as it trickles down. It's... That is, I mean, yeah, that, that is, is, it's treacly. It's, oh man. Mm. It's a big, sweet hit of tropical fruit that's properly sticky, you know, syrupy and sticky. But then you get a fantastic burst of sharpness that just evens it out beautifully mm. and oh man it's now cool. having actually tasted it i'm getting a lot more of that tropical that you were talking mm -hmm. about i didn't get that on the nose initially but um yeah it's it's all there for sure and oh i mean talk about talk about creaminess this is this is clotted cream this is <laughs> the clotted cream of the beer world <laughs> and i mean that very much as a compliment it's cream. it's incredible it's it's you know even for me it's one that's going to go down yeah. slowly oh god yeah but i, I think that i think I, I say that to emphasize the thickness um as well because mm. it, it really is <laughs> i can't <laughs> i can't really emphasize that enough i mean it's it's a thing of beauty it really is it certainly is and also um <sighs> worth mentioning that these are both vegan friendly for any of you that uh yeah concerned. which is lovely i like that 
that's absolutely marvellous. Um, and while we very slowly enjoy this, I think, you know, again, very hats off to, <laughs> to the people of Neon, Neon Raptor. It's a fantastic yeah. brew, and it's it's really nice to see such success from a brewery that, that went quite quiet during that first big lockdown that we all experienced. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> that's in many ways not surprising um 2020 was a really tough year for a lot of independent breweries mm. um and and i'm i'm so glad when i see um when i see a good brewery like this coming out the other side um ramping production up again and 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 just coming out strong mm. and frankly and coming out of it at all actually it's, yes. it's really heartening to see so um you know neon raptor um you know obviously I, I don't know but I, I'm sure there are moments in 2020 when it was it may have been tough so I'm so glad that uh, that you guys have found a way to keep going like like so many businesses have and that you, that you're still providing us with fantastic beers so you know here's here's to you guys because this this is top-notch stuff definitely cheers to you mm. Oh god, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> so, so am I. I mean, it's, this, this might be getting a four. In the especially. best possible way, it's hard work to drink it, but that's mm, just mm-hmm. because of how nice and how thick it is, and actually, <laughs> yeah, you don't want it to go down too quickly because no, no, you don't. I mean, you, I, I suppose, with triple IPAs, you, you do look for drinkability. You know, with oh, it's something. definitely drinkable. So strong, you know, so don't thick. get me wrong on that respect. Um, but even even when you get that drinkability, you're definitely going to be sipping it slowly. That this is not a, a beer to be glugging down. It isn't. It really isn't. I, I'm not sure what else I can say it's about nice. it apart from it's just. No, me neither. Again, um, I feel like I've been converted. Yeah, good, hooray! That's great. I mean, that is that's a win in itself. It, it is, and from someone that's that's not generally been an IPA fan, and I I'm not going to lie. One of the big reasons I got it was uh, was for the name, just to wind Matthew up as much as anything else. <laughs> uh, you're a cruel man. I can be at times, but I'm so impressed. It's yeah. It, again, not necessarily a style I'd dive to every time, but fair. It's definitely fair. one that you've opened my eyes to, and and one I'd be certainly up for having a go at again. I'm really glad. I'm really glad. And there are a lot of other really good ones out there for us to try. So we shall have to make sure we do so. And I think actually also it's it's worth finishing off by pointing out that um, I have never been disappointed so far by any beer from Neon Raptor. Nor have I. um, I think that says it all. They're, they're They're a good brewery. Check them out, everyone. They are. They do a do a fantastic range of styles as well. Yeah, no, they really do. They do some really interesting stuff, um, and just some really good stuff. This is delicious. Yeah. They do check them out, and um, as I say, you know, hopefully we'll we'll start to see more and more of their stuff in the various independent shops that we all like to support. Definitely, and we will be re- revisiting this brewery on this show. We you definitely sure will. We definitely will. Absolutely. And before we completely finish off, untap rating. Untap rating, yeah. Um, well, like I said, I I think this might be getting a four from me. I, I really like it. Yeah, I can completely see why. I'm I'm torn at the moment between a three point seven five and a four purely for the reason of 
is it one that I'd want to go back to again and again and again? Well, not as a regular, but it's certainly as a not special frequently. occasion type beer. Yeah. It's it's one I definitely have. Again. I think I think that's a good description. Actually, it's a special occasion type of beer. It's not it's not your day to day sort of beer, but that's because of the style. I think rather than any inherent quality. That's point well made. Yeah, no, I yeah. think you've you've persuaded me. I think I'm going to go for a four as well. Yeah, I think this is uh, a little bit special. It's beautifully balanced, beautifully made. Um, it's just good all round. You know, I, I can't fault it. Really, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. And it, again, also worth mentioning, like we did with the first one, it's it's thick, it's syrupy, it's creamy. You know, it, it you can tell that it's a heavy bodied beer just from the texture and the the mouthfeel mm. and everything else. Mm-hmm. But actually, from the flavour, it's another deceptive one. It will creep up on you because it doesn't. Yeah. To me, it doesn't taste like it's nine percent. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's um, in many ways, it's it's a in terms of just purely the flavor, it's a little bit subtle, actually. Um, but it, it's got depth to it. You know, mm. there, there is a complexity there. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to compare the two beers that we've had today directly because they're different styles and, you know, they've got different hot profiles and everything, everything else and different flavor profiles. But, um, you know, a lot of it is everything we liked about the first beer this is that this is that dialed up to 11 in many ways in terms of just pure style um because a, a triple ipa is like a a neeper or a deeper um turned up a notch um and this this delivers that spot on really point well made i mean really the only thing that well the, the two things i would say that these beers have in common that really coincide with one another is that they're from the same brewery and as yeah. such they are both expertly brewed they certainly are they certainly are um you know neon raptor has come a long way from starting in someone's kitchen and that is just that to be doing this today that is just so impressive so it really impressive. is and i as we've done before but neon raptor i raise my glass to you thank you so yep. much for these particular two beers that we've we've sampled but for everything that you do yeah cheers guys and um and cheers to kgs for having these beers for us <laughs> most definitely thanks cam thanks cam and i suppose there's nothing much more for us left to say except that from boozer and the brain thanks for listening again and we hope that you'll uh, tune in next time see you next week everyone and happy birthday to me This is a good birthday present. And happy birthday to you. (laughs) Did that sound bad? That wasn't great, was it? It might have sounded better if I'd have said it rather than you. Well, go on then. No. (laughs) Cheers, all.